You die once, and suddenly you're not invisible. Explore the story of Heed, who was a corpse for a while, but is back to life and trying to learn about just what had happened, only to discover the story is far stranger than that. Inspired by manga, Alter X Artifact is a new LGBTQ webcomic for mature readers revolving around magic and political espionage. This comic features fantastic elements, gripping storytelling, and impressive visuals that pull you into the strange but fascinating world of the comic. Alter X Artifact explores themes of magic, dreams, and relationships, all while deftly weaving a compelling mystery with eye-catching visuals. You're still in time to enjoy the exciting prologue as well, but you gotta hurry over on to the website. So if you're looking for your next weekly webcomic read, you need to go to alterxartifact.com. That is alterxartifact.com. Now back to the show. Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin the Bastard. With me this week are Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how are you doing? Um, kind of tired. It's been a busy week for me. Yeah, you went out of town on a bourbon trip, didn't you? Yeah, I went. It was terrible. Driving, like, it was nine hours each way and drinking bourbon and seeing, you know, beautiful things in Kentucky and neat distilleries. Totally awful. Absolutely. Mm. Getting paid for it. Man. Worst thing ever. Worst. Terrible. Yep. Awful. Figured. And uh, we also have Mr. David Davis. David, how are you doing this week? Doing well, but uh, I failed my bluff check, so actually I feel terrible. Wow. Bang. Yep. yep. I know yep. you I, uh, you're, you're convincing yep. me at first. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well. No, I'm, I'm actually pretty great. I just want to make a reference to Dungeons and Dragons because I saw the movie. It was fun. Oh, you suck. I'm looking forward to it. So, mm-hmm. so you failed your bluff check to lie, but you didn't lie. Something like that. Something. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a developing thing. Yes. It's many layers. Yep. yep. Like an onion. Got to keep you on your toes. Yeah. So uh, we had something interesting happen today. Um, Ooh. So last year, um, a fella came in the store, and I tend to keep a little stack of Supernatural Selection business cards with a QR code on them uh, at my register. And he was like, oh, is this a podcast? I said, yes, it is. It's about the paranormal. And he said, great, I'll give it a listen, which people say that and then throw them away. So I typically don't think about it because they're mm-hmm. business cards. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came back in the store today. And he has been listening for a year. He is a Aww. fan. So uh, today I got to meet, I believe his name was Todd. So hi, Todd, right up top. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Mm. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it's just nice to meet somebody that actually listens and uh, really complimented your research, David. Woo, good for me. Yeah. And I did a lot of that this week as well, but we'll oh, get into that in a minute. Yes, we will. And uh, the other thing is I had a great reaction while Mike was out of town. Uh, we had a Texan come through the store. And uh, saw the business cards. And he he was definitely a Texan because uh, he had a belt buckle big enough that Captain America could use it for a shield. <laughs> and he had a cowboy hat. 
and, and that's a pretty good description of a Texan. Yeah, pretty much. And also, he's like close to seven feet tall because <clears throat> everything's bigger in Texas. So mm-hmm. he comes through and he sees a card and he looks and there's Enrique and he just yells, what the hell is this shit? Then grabs his booze and just walks out. Kevin, I, that was Saturday. I was there for that. Oh, you were there for that? Yeah. Oh, shit, he, dude. He, 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 he was, was standing behind the Texan. I, I don't think I was up front when it happened, but you told me something okay. after it happened. Okay, well, that was... Man, I I don't know. There was part of me that's kind of proud of that. It's like, wow, I, I pissed off a square. <laughs> Pissing off the squares, man. Discordianism. Yeah. Hail Eris. Hail Discordia. So... <laughs> Needless to say, I'm researching my next episode, so we'll get on to that in a couple of weeks. So, mm-hmm. David, what have you got for us this time? Because I'm excited. Well, before I do the actual epi- episode introduction, Mike, you were on a bourbon trip, right? So yeah. you, you went down to Kentucky. Did you see that bourbon fungus that's going around? No. I've heard there, about there, this. Yes, there is um, near the Jack Daniels Distillery or mm-hmm. something along those lines. There is a fungus that is taking over. So yes, it's there, growing over everything. There is a fungus. I forget what they, they talked about it. Um, Drunkus among us. If you see any, because we did tours and on one of them, they talked about it. I don't know if this is the same thing. But if you ever see a barrel and it has like black on it, or you see mm-hmm. a rick house that looks really dirty and has all this black, that is a fungus that uh, grows from the evaporating uh, alcohol. Jesus, mm-hmm. that that is exactly down. what I was talking about. So yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. that's fun. Um, now, David, this, <laughs> this week you're talking a lot about fungus, and it leads yeah. me to, to like two things I want to say. Number one, you make me think of Egon. <laughs> when, like, like spores, molds, and fungus. Exactly. And secondly, how in the hell have you ever gotten laid, you giant nerd? <laughs> oh, I've got stories. Okay, I don't need those stories. Yeah. So. Um, but no, it was. It's interesting because like I wanted to bring up that black mold fungus that's connected to the distillery, and I couldn't fit it in the script. <laughs> that's how much. That's how much fungus shit is going around right now. Not not to mention the. Uh, the Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do gonna, mention The Last mm-hmm. of Us. Spoiler alert. Yes. So, oh. so uh, I just not, not spoiling the show, but yeah. yeah, I just I'm really glad Mike brought that up because here's a great little in for it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So today our topic is a meme that I first stumbled onto on X, which is 4chan's Paranormal Board. You should be uh, familiar with it by now if you you're yeah. A regular if listener. you're listening to the show, you've probably heard our Week and Weird where we have X going to give it to you and that sort yes. of thing. Um, generally nothing very serious going on there except this, this, this struck me as interesting. So, um, and in fact, I like kind of stumbled onto it when we were recording a, um, weekend weird, I'd seen it before, but it really caught my attention while we were, I was looking on a, uh, on the board for something. Right. And I think we have my reaction in one of the episodes where we start, Uh, we, we, we plant the spores for this very topic. Fuck you and these puns. Yes, I remember when that happened because you were like, holy shit, what is this? And uh, yeah, yeah. So it's been on my to do list for a while. I got it into one episode. The documents probably uh, let's see how many pages is this like 26? No, 25, 25, pages. 25 pages. Nice. And I could have written more, but I'm not going to because, again, I don't want to be the guy. It's always like, oh, it's always a fucking multi-parter with this guy. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Today, we're talking about cosmic death fungus. Now, I understand that this is good on pizza. Mm, yeah, it's out of this world. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, so, first of all, okay, so obviously I had mentioned on the show, but have either of you heard of this before, aside from that? No, you introduced me to it. You sent me a version of the doc, uh, the, mm-hmm. the PDF that we're going to bring up, and uh, wow, is it stupid. Yeah, there's it, it's complicated. Didn't I, wasn't this like some kind of sci-fi plot? I mean, it sounds familiar. It, it really does. Mm-hmm. It sounds like something like Crichton would have written. Now, here's the thing. It put me down this really weird kind of research hole because there was a lot going on with that PDF. Not as much as you would think, but still some interesting stuff. But connecting to the larger topic of mycology mm-hmm. and a real threat. So we're dealing with a document that gives us kind of like this imagined threat, but there's actually a thread connecting, uh, a mycelial thread, if you will. Oh. Can, yeah, expect a lot of puns. Um, oh, oh, but yeah. Connect, but, You're but connecting die. to something that's very, very real and yes. kind of, kind of like, kind of rattles me just a little bit. Uh-huh. So... Um, yeah, so <clears throat> I call it a meme right up top because it is. Um, right. how, however, aside from the crank shit that we'll inevitably discuss later in the episode, I also found the idea intensely plausible. Oh, I hate those. The conspiracies mm-hmm. was like, well, this is stupid, but it's j- yeah, just enough that I could buy it mm-hmm. if I were dumber. Right. Uh, especially because fungus is like absolutely amazing for many reasons, and it's a big topic right now. Right. Like, fungus so hot right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, before we go further, we must decide how we're going to pronounce this shit. Obviously, fungus is fungus, but the plural, how do we pronounce it? Now, I've heard it four ways. I've heard it several, yes. Um, Okay. Now, let's go over fungi. 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 And fungi. And fungi. Fungi. I've heard that, too, but I've also heard fungi. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm going to say we, uh, most of the time I've heard it as fungi. Mm-hmm. Just like and David, he's a fungi. I was going to say, we go. if we don't go with fungi, half of our jokes are going to fall flat. Okay, because I know that there's going to be a debate on this on the Discord. Yeah. In fact, I'm, I'm going to see to it and do a poll to find out like where we land on this. But okay. uh, yeah, we'll go with fungi. So, okay. I might slip into fungi or fungi, but fungi is what we're around. going it's for. okay. Okay. Figure right. it out. Yeah. You just cough really obnoxiously. Just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. Sorry. Fungi. Yeah. There we go. Um. So my sources on this topic are plenty. Uh, per- particularly for more factual mycelial discussion. Uh, I have so every source. Yeah, every source is included in the outline, which you can access from the show page uh, when you click on the episode. Um, I do have a couple of sources I want to mention right at the top. Okay. So first, I have a couple of mushroom documentaries that I, I re-watched for this topic. So here's the thing. This isn't my first radio with like, <laughs> reading about mushrooms. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've watched like mushroom documentaries before. I just I find them really cool. I was already interested in this topic, but then when you throw in cosmic death attached to it, I'm like, ooh, interesting. Uh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, we all fall into those, re- those holes, right? Sure, like, right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so... Mine is particularly fungus-filled. 
Yeah, I'll take statements I never thought I'd hear for a thousand, Alex. <laughs> so um, I should note that I've already seen these before because I love documentaries and I think mushrooms are cool as fuck. Okay. Uh, again, you're a <laughs> fucking nerd, so. Yeah. So, so the first documentary was Fantastic Fungi, directed by Louis Schwartzberg and narrated by Brie Larson. Oh, that's interesting. And you can watch that on Netflix. Huh. So there you go. But yeah, no, it's Brie Larson, you know, and uh-huh. she's talking about fungus. It's cool. Okay. Um, yeah, that's my that's my metric for cool. Is it a celebrity I like? A okay. T- to heckling a nerdy subject? There we go. Yeah. Um, God, should have been second- Sam Elliott. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, tell you about the fungus. <laughs> that would be a fun one, too. Yes. Um, second is the documentary What Was the First Fungus by the YouTube channel History of the Earth. Um, okay. It's a cool little natural science channel. Uh, there's also a documentary on YouTube called Fungus, the Third Kingdom. And I've watched all three of these. Okay. Right. <laughs> now, textual sources for this episode include the Tree of Life web project and a few other sources uh, that I'll name as I use them. And our key text, which is the PDF about cosmic death fungus, it just updated to the version 2.02, God which added it. a bunch of sections. So I had to add a bunch of stuff today. Fucking hell. Yeah, so this episode's going to probably be a little bit messy, but I have the current 2.02 document linked in there. Um, it's a it's a trip. So, so, so wait, you said fun, uh, fungus, the third kingdom, that makes it a mushroom kingdom, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it. No one commented on my "it's a fun trip" pun, so I'm I'm very upset. You guys are slacking. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I missed that one. You've got so right. many in there. Yeah, there, there are a few. Um, okay, so I have this as fungi, uh, fungi, fungi facts. See, fungi I'm already going to fuck yep. it up. You're fucking it up already. Good. Mm-hmm. Just, just say it so, differently every time. Oh, to, yeah, no, that's I, a good oh, way to do be, it. Yeah, rolling, how many times we'll track it? Yeah. Rolling piss off. Or, all right, so fungi facts. Yeah. All right, so before we were out, uh, some fun and quite frankly alarming stuff. What do you guys know about this third kingdom of life on Earth? I like, honestly, what's your mushroom knowledge? I honestly thought this was a section at Disney World for a minute, but uh, seriously, I spent most of my biology class behind Mike drawing comic book characters, <laughs> and I don't remember a lot. I so, mean, so I know you know our they, biology teacher was also like ninety years old. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I've always seen you, Mike, as more of a STEM guy. Were you much of a biology guy? I mean, I did well in science and math mm. when I applied myself. I was just kind of there's the problem bored mm. a lot. We also discovered so, Robert Jordan at that yeah, point, true. so well, that, that was, really I, fucked us over. Yeah. That was mostly math class, though. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I enjoy that stuff. Yes, but mm-hmm. um, I I will quote my like fifth grade report card that really sums up me up. Mm. Uh, Mike needs to put forth more effort. <laughs> okay, well, then this should be pretty educational. Yeah. Um, and so, I'll just be upfront about all of this. Most of this script is just like actual fungi, fungi shit, like stuff that I want to talk about. I do talk about the, the main topic, but I think reality is much more interesting than whatever artifice that they cooked up. Okay. Just, just fungus. 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 
But to, to answer your question Isms. about what do I know about fungus, mm -hmm. I mean, I know what most everybody knows, or maybe not everybody, maybe I'm giving too much credit, Okay, but, <laughs> you know, that they are not the neither stuff, plant nor animal. Yeah, mm -hmm. which um, I had forgotten that. I was like, fungus is a plant, right? I mean, fuck. That, uh, you know, they reproduce by spores, and mm -hmm. uh, so, that, so that means they just, like, I can't remember, do they, like, do any kind of pollination or they just basically they can mm -hmm. yeah they're they... they're very complex and in a lot of ways ill-defined it's pretty wild do do they asexually or sexually reproduce the answer is they, yes yeah they go both actually. ways yeah mm -hmm. they go both ways acdc uh, oh yep. yeah um but yeah i mean I, I also know i don't like them like i usually don't like eating mushrooms the, 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 oh okay oh, I uh, love mushrooms, what, what about but... like like if you see a mushroom like one of the really weird colorful ones does it freak you out a little bit uh no no because i know really. i know that stuff can freak out some people really yeah i mean well, like I mean, lotus it's... pods i know some folks that'll freak out over lotus pods but it, i never it heard it of could just be that because I, i've seen mushrooms that have those kind of like Thing. Oh so, yeah, right, yeah, okay. I, I mean, I drove Kevin's van for a while for a good while that had like a fungus growing we, next to the. Uh, we had some mold and fungus roof. in there, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. just slowly leaked. Yeah, it was that it was that orange kind of like uh, frilly? Fungus. Oh, yeah. oh no, That's, oh no. Yeah. Are we that explains die? a lot then. That explains a lot then. You might have the cosmic death fungus. Oh shit! That's, That's it. That's twenty something years ago. So. Oh Christ. Oh, yeah, do you that have health was... problems now. What? Do you have health problems now? Not um, really. Well, I yeah, mean, I had, always yeah. had health. Problems. I had rot leg and rot neck, so yep. yeah, I yep. guess I That's do. Cosmic death fungus. Great, yep. you guys Perfect. got it. Yep. <laughs> okay. So, so. Let's talk about this third kingdom thing, because what the fuck? Yeah, so they are the third kingdom in the classification of life. Uh, what do we remember from biology about prokaryotic and eukaryotic organisms? Uh, those are part of the Tyranid army in Warhammer 40,000. <laughs> those names are familiar, but I don't remember offhand. Yeah. Okay, I, so I, I should probably quit prompting you guys for knowledge about biology. <laughs> well, Unless no, you no. want sarcasm. Keep going. Yeah, I keep might actually it. remember something. Yeah, Mike okay, might okay. remember more than I do. Uh, so far, you're not doing well, but nope. here we go. <laughs> well, we're not uh, so getting paid, so. So, uh, fungi are classified as eukaryotic, as in having cell membranes. Okay. They're in a kingdom with things such as yeast and molds. Now, fungi are cla uh, classified as separate, even from plant, animalia, protozoa, uh, and chromista. Uh, now, I don't even know all of these. So, okay, because you know, I know I'm what a much better. I know what protozoa is. That's that's mm -hmm. like your small uh, single cell to small multicellular organisms. Uh, chromista yeah. just sounds like a hyper-intelligent shade of the color blue. No, it sounds like, right. a, like one of those female transformers. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. Sexy so obviously plantae, plantae and animalia are like the two yeah. big kingdoms, right? Mm -hmm. Well, Plants this is our third animals. kingdom. Yep. So. so for a long time, fungi were lumped in with the plant kingdom because of some superficial similarities. Okay, that explains it because my encyclopedias <laughs> I grew up with, and I hate uh -huh. to interrupt again, but uh, I grew up with encyclopedias at the most recent uh, volume was from 1965. I can also explain a more uh, uh, an easier explanation as to why people confuse them. Okay. Uh, for plants. Where do you buy them in the store? Oh, in the vegetable section. 
Yeah, the produce. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think like, e- even things like that's kind of what kind of perpetuates that. But I think more people than ever these days know that they're like a unique thing. Right. God, so how, um, how terrifying would it be if there was a separate fungus section in your grocery right? store? Oh, God. <laughs> um, I don't so know if you're I'm, selling this or if something's leaking. Mm-hmm. Um, like, who stepped in this? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> So obviously there are these super uh, superficial similarities, but they would ultimately be found distinct enough and in many ways kind of a quasi middle ground between plants and animals in some regards. Yeah, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not Paul Stamets, so I'm not going to get too into the weeds regarding the biology of these things. Uh, there's not much room in the script for that. All right, boo this man. Boo! <laughs> I was so happy. I, I chuckled to myself. As a, that that oh, was a I, chuckler. Of course I you did. fucking bet you did. <laughs> um, but here here we go. Does the name Paul Stamets seem familiar to you guys? Only from Star Trek Discovery. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, uh, like you're, you're thinking of the character, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. The character is named after somebody. We'll get into of course, that. Of course. Right. So, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might be a descendant. Because that was the mycelial network. Mm-hmm. 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 So I'm bringing Paul Stamets up because the Cosmic Death Fungus PDF names, name drops him specifically, um, listing him as a serial fungi promoter. <laughs> and it's not a wrong description, okay, but it's that's... very tongue-in-cheek. Okay. So I... he is one of the wo- most well-known mycologists on Earth. Hugely influential. That fantastic fungi movie on Netflix, for example, is a documentary that he, I think, helped produce. Okay. And he's one of the big talking heads in it. Um, He's probably the biggest name in mycology, if that is a thing on your radar. Uh, Like, I knew about him casually because I think mushrooms are fascinating. Yes. Um, So so you say. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, so he's an entrepreneur who also sells mushroom-based products and advocates uh, such as medicinal fungi. So he's kind of like a Ron Popeil for mushrooms? Yeah, yeah, he's... Uh, okay, so let, let me get into this just a little bit. Sure, yes. Um, so he received his bachelor's degree in 1979 and worked as a logger, <laughs> but his career in mycology is largely the result of self-teaching. Oh, boy. However, he has been awarded an honorary doctorate from the Nation University of Natural Medicine in Portland. It, Kermit the Frog has an honorary doctorate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also he had a Star Trek character named after him, so there's that. Which is cool. Yeah, and um, yeah, so he was in that fantastic fungi documentary, everything like that. All this to, is to say that the uh, the perceived authority of fungus for much of the popular understanding of the world is this self-taught guy who's interested in the field. It's done a lot to improve the status of mushrooms as a subject in many ways, but also skews a little bit more towards pseudoscience and natural cure efficacy, which is kind of a problem. Yeah. Right. Also consider that Joe Rogan had this guy on his podcast several times. I think that enough is alone to that alone is enough to give us pause. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Rogan's podcast can be dangerous, but I'm kind of torn because, like, you know, freedom of speech and shit. I just feel like if you're the host of a podcast, maybe we're not experts. Well, and here's the thing. I had to make an ethical decision doing this script uh, Mm -hmm. to a certain point. So, like, again, this is, you know, serious stuff. Right. No, I totally understand. So... You know, uh, like, again, like, uh, 
Paul Stamets, he seems like a nice guy. It gives me pause that he's kind of an entrepreneur and he's also like, yeah, you should buy these mushroom cures. Um, mm. So instead of people like Paul Stamets, like I'm sure buy, he's a nice guy. Buy his immortality um, mushroom. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Full of magnets. So instead, so, you know, instead, maybe society should turn to more people like Michael W. Buke, who has an actual Ph.D., still lecturing today. Um, but I get the appeal of figures like Stamets for, uh, you know, who, for lack of a better term, makes fungus a sexy thing. Well, so I, I was going to say these are these are like the your, your charismatics in the religious yeah. field. I was going to also say, I think it's probably uh, symptomatic of our media where all our media has gone to highlight and, you know, uh, deify the underdog scienti- scientist who is eschewed by mainstream science, right. but then comes from re- left field with some wacky right. things that are, all science says isn't possible, and he's right and saves the world. Yeah, I was going to uh, just throw in their uh, wacky ass but you, yeah. you got the point across mm. uh i guess that both of these uh mushroom dudes are fun guys there okay i made the fucking joke Woo, this is gonna joke. get old fast mike made the joke <laughs> i i think we're good I on that think joke the now. cats are over there making the joke yep yeah <laughs> a lot of a lot of cats sitting there going fun guys it's funny no really just nope, just nope. wait it gets funny <laughs> it's funny the fifth time you make the joke <laughs> So, so like when I say making fungus a sexy thing, obviously, like we we both have uh, I, all three of us. I, I guess I'll throw Mike in there. Have a grasp of the English language. Yes, we know that words can have multiple meanings. And in sexy, um, you mean fascinating to the masses. Yes, it yeah. makes it oh, a hot I, thing. I, I thought you were talking about sexy in the way that mushrooms are kind of phallic. And uh, never mind. That was yeah, just I, I mean, yeah. Here, not, not true. Now, um, a, I got one thing to throw in here real quick. Speaking of sexy fungus, um, is Princess Peach a mushroom? Now, the lord of that is really interesting because they introduced the Super Crown in uh, the new Super Mario Brothers uh-huh. games, which yeah. when Toadette grabs it, she turns into peach. a peach-like Toadette. So uh-huh. it could be that Princess Peach is mushroom. Okay. She's, she's yeah. a a magic mushroom you I'm, could say I'm horrified at the idea of like her father being a human and her mother being like a leggy sexy mushroom No no I think I think she's just a regular toad that when mm-hmm. crowned with the crown turned into like, peach like you, you remember the Bowsette thing Yeah the other yes. the Bowsette crown and the Bowsette copy and yeah. the Chompette yeah Yeah all yeah. that crazy shit Oh god what have we done <laughs> So um so, uh, so the thing about like the the interpretation of fungus like right now is it's co- some kind of unknowable alien on Earth that has like a real power, but it's often misunderstood and sometimes attributed to intelligence beyond its scope. Because okay. mu- mushrooms do fascinating things the way they grow and they actually communicate. It's like having another form of life on Earth that is, yeah, again, like a third right. kingdom. So mm-hmm. I I have heard scientists like kind of almost tongue-in-cheek posit that mushrooms could have come from some other planet just but i've also heard them the same mm-hmm. thing same thing about octopi right we we will be getting they're into just, that as well so okay. yeah i figured that but mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. it is supernatural they're, selection they're both all. fairly alien but and the funny thing is they both 
don't leave a lot of archaeological evidence right yep so we don't exactly know when they came about right Mm -hmm. so so with all that said fungus is pretty wild i mean i hope hopefully by the end of this you guys like yeah this is cool stuff i should watch those documentaries sure um so I want to hit on some interesting facts from the world of mycology that are going to help me make the case that this insane 4chan bullshit I'm going to mention is plausible to a degree. To a degree. Like to a degree. Some scientists have wacky theories. Mm-hmm. Or, and that there is like an actual perceivable threat here, but it's not what yeah. they're outlining. Sure. So I hope that all these crazy facts help the fungus grow on you. I am going to throw a fucking bar stool at you. I, I hope not, because you know, I've I've had athlete's foot before, and yeah, I got rid of yep. that shit. So the only I, fungus I mean, that's ever grown on me. My dad had toenail fungus. Does that count? You've mentioned yeah. that. I think you mentioned it last week. Wow, I'm just gonna mention it every episode from now on. Yeah, yeah, like the popcorny looking stuff. No, no, growing under the toenails, so oh, it looked okay, like okay. an elephant's toenail. Oh, like, because I, I, I recall um, someone I know who had, like, fungus under their toenail, but it pushed the toenail up. Oops. Yeah, so it kind of like, did it that. It looked like popcorn coming out. Of, no, it didn't yeah. look like that. It No, I know what you're talking about. This just made it, yeah. his toenails, like, super fucking thick, where you had to use, like, uh, shears to cut them, <laughs> like a fucking Goddamn. hoof. Goddamn. Yeah, my dad was behooved. Of course, he may have been a satyr. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, let's talk a little bit about fungal variety here. Sure. Now, fungi or fungi fall under three major groups. You have the uh, multicellular filamentous molds, Mm -hmm. macroscopic filamentous fungi, and single-celled yeasts. Now, this cosmic death fungus we're going to talk about is mostly concerned with the multicellular filamentous molds and not really the type of fruiting bodies we might instinctively consider like mushrooms. So not like the last of us? No, no mushrooms going out of our heads yet. Okay. So so like slime molds and things like that. Yeah. Specifically filamentous. So if we know what filament is, it's like tendrils and roots, that kind of thing. So mycelinia, or, or, or what's it? What's it called, Mike? The mycenial mycelial the mycelium. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now, 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 with filamentous molds, they have what are very fine threads known as hyphae that grow and divide, creating what is known as mycelium. Yeah. There we go. That's kind of one. like how nerves work. <clears throat> right. Mm-hmm. Now, the cap in the stem of the mushroom is usually a very small component of what the actual mushroom is. That makes sense. Um, the, the, the mushroom itself is mostly this tangle of mycelial threads and branching filament below the surface. Hmm. So, so the Which, cap and stem is more like just the, the reproductive parts, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it literally yeah. is the penis. Yeah, it yeah. sticks always hanging out. Yep. Okay, great. And now, that means um, we just eat fungus dicks. I'll eat, a, I'll eat a bag of dicks if it's mushrooms. <laughs> so um, just as fungus can have a trail um, uh, in a forest or just about any <gasps> earthly biome, they can also operate similarly to organisms. Uh, real, or I'm real sorry, quick. organize similarly in organisms. Real quick, you bring up the trail, so it's like fairy rings. 
Well, and that's why you see fairy rings are a lot. There's a lot of mushrooms that seem to be growing yes. out of the ground. Yeah. yeah, they're always in a circle. Okay, cool. Okay, so many fungi throw uh, fungi fungi. Yeah, okay. See, I'm gonna keep fungi anyway. Whatever. Okay. Fungi thrive Fungus in most uh, in moist, acidic environments, but can also survive without light and oxygen. Well, that's fucked. Some fungus reproduces sexually, but many can reproduce asexually. All right. Fungi, uh, fungi are also iconic decomposers and feed on death and rot. They're also capable of forming symbiotic relationships with host organisms. I, yeah, if there weren't so many of these things on Earth, I would actually assume we're talking about aliens right now. Like, well, there's a lot of weird stuff going on here, right? Yeah. Well, we, we formed uh, symbiotic relationships with a certain type of uh, fungus. Yeast. It makes our alcohol. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bread. Bread. Mm-hmm. We, we love it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, and, and uh, part of the thing, like, I, again, this document's huge. I think it was like 246 pages <laughs> on the latest version. Yeah. Um, they they make a big case against like yeast and uh, yeast used in beer and bread yeah. like that's what that's what fucked us over as a species that's what the claim is we'll get into that but yeah. um we'll, we'll get into that I, later again there's just some really interesting stuff going on here about how these things operate a lot of uh, anthropomorphic characteristics mm. the fungus made us dependent on them Kinda. which is a which is a pretty valid theory in some in some ways yeah now. Fungi also has the distinction of being the largest organism on Earth today. Okay. So I'm, yeah, so I'm just going to go ahead and quote from the Scientific American here. Quote, next time you purchase white button mushrooms at the grocery store, just remember they may be cute and bite sized, but they have a relative out west that occupies some 2,384 acres or 965 hecta- uh, hectare, or hectares, 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 yeah. Of soil in Oregon's Blue Mountains. Put another way, this humongous fungus would encompass 1,665 football fields or nearly four square miles, 10 square kilometers of turf. Fuck. I want to bring mm-hmm. up two things. One, yes, us Americans really will use anything but the metric system to measure things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and two, I think I read a thing that that's kind of in dispute. Like, it may not all be, it's still big, yeah. big ass words, but it may actually be a couple of distinct mushrooms that, or, you know, fungus that are not, right, not literally the same organism. So there's still right. some, right, some questions about it, but no doubt they are huge. Yeah. Right. But even no, it, like imagine if, you start at like four miles, you start at one spot, you take a yeah. sample, you identify the genome, travel four miles away. And it's identify that still same the same goddamn yeah. thing, but yeah, but even well, well, I think the thought is that they may be like if they asexually reproduced, it could be separate organisms and not fully linked. Yeah, because they still so, have the uh, yeah. same genome. But even if it is, even if you're talking about like ten or twenty separate organisms, those individuals are still giant. Right, and I, I got a little bit more of the quote here, so. Uh, continuing the quote, the discovery of this giant Arma, Armillaria ostea in 1998 heralded a new record holder for the title of the world's largest known organism, believed by most to be the 110 foot, 33.5 meter long, 200 ton blue whale. 
Based on its current growth uh, growth rate, the fungus is estimated to be 2,400 years old, but could be as ancient as 8,650 years, which would earn it a place among the longest living organisms as well. Uh, Second largest and oldest next to yo mama. You son of a bitch. Boom. Thank (laughs) you. So, like, okay, so this thing is impossibly huge and could also be impossibly old. Again, like, it's not guaranteed. But I would would trust Scientific American to a degree here. Well, I I feel like they would do their work. Kind of more recent thoughts and speculation. Yeah. It's nothing proven, but, but, yeah, it it is a thought that I read. And it's enough to kind of make you go, ooh. Yeah, I mean, even if it's two separate things, it's still fuck. I mean, that's yeah, no, huge. Okay. Yeah, it's two two-mile-long <laughs> networks of fungi stacked next to each other. Okay. Um, <clears throat> now, I should also emphasize that this organism is a killer. Yes. Again, from Scientific American, quote, This one, Aestoye, causes the armillaria root, uh, armillaria root disease, which kills swaths of conifers in many parts of the U.S. and Canada. The fungus primarily grows along tree roots via uh, hyphae, fine filaments that mat together and excrete digestive enzymes. But armillaria has the unique ability to extend rhizomorphs, flat shoestring-like structures that bridge gaps between food sources and expand the fungus's sweeping perimeter even more. Man, fuck fungi. I take back everything I've ever said about the ocean. We need to nuke the shrooms. But then you get a mushroom cloud. Hey, fine, as long as it's not a fucking tree-eating mushroom. (laughs) Um, And then the external digestion is also one of those things that kind of makes you feel (sighs) uneasy. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I mean, obviously there's some weird shit here. You know what I mean? Yeah. it, It makes me uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, I am. Thoroughly creeped. Okay. So, that's fun. <laughs> sure it is. But but let's talk about the other fun ways that fungus murders things. Fucking Christ. Okay, sure. Now, does the name cordyceps mean anything to you, gentlemen? Yeah. Um, it's, They use that to hold open uh, the body during operations, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Now I came became familiar with it through The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And I haven't yeah, played it or talk, watched the show, so we'll talk about it a little bit. But okay. um, Cordyceps is a genius, uh, a genius, a genus of sac fungi that includes over six hundred different species. Um, this genus has long been utilized in Chinese medicine for over a thousand years. Probably a bad idea. Well, I mean, I don't know, it worked for them. Um, Except they also had an emperor who drank mercury and killed himself. Yeah, I was going to say. Right. Um, Many of the species are endoparasitoids, feeding on insects and arthropods. You may have already heard of the phenomenon of zombie ants. Oh, God. Can we gloss this over or hurry up before I throw up? No, we're going through it. We're taking our time. Fuck. Okay. I like to make it slow. Um, So I'm going to quote from National Geographic here. Quote, the Ophiocordyceps unilateralis fungus has just one goal, self-propagation and dispersal. Researchers think the fungus, found in tropical forests, infects a foraging ant through spores that attach uh, to and penetrate the exoskeleton and slowly takes over its behavior. 
As the infection advances, the enthralled ant is compelled to leave its nest for a more humid microclimate that's favorable to the fungus's growth. The ant is compelled to descend to a vantage point about 10 inches off of the ground, sink its jaws into a leaf vein on the north side of a plant, and wait for death. Hmm. Meanwhile, the fungus feeds on its victim's innards until it's ready for the final stage. Several days after the ant has died, the fungus sends a fruiting body out through the base of the ant's head, turning its shriveled corpse into a launch pad from which it can jettison its spores to infect new ants. Right, I'm developing a theory that late-stage capitalism may, in fact, be a fungus, so discuss this on our Discord. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. So, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on in that passage that I read. It's the specificity that makes me anxious yeah no how yeah it's specifically there's specific things the infected insect does it doesn't just go like nuts it's like i must find hot place and then like 10 inches from the ground Uh uh-huh like the optimal height for the spore apparently Mm -hmm. and the north side right and you wonder like how does the fungus make it do that I I guess it's like once the fungus gets like a certain fe- I don't know fuck it kill it and, burn and then, it and then yeah going out through the base of the ant's head like you would Ugh. assume like the fungus would go out like wherever it's, it's pointed but but yeah it's it's wild I mean, stuff I mean I'm sure it uh targets specific tissues yeah what's your science have to say about this Mike. It, it says it's gross and scary. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it, it obviously uh, isn't going to do it willy-nilly because, mm-hmm. you know, it certainly... Uh, I looked up pictures. Don't look up pictures. <laughs> yeah, don't look Fuck. up pictures. <laughs> do yourself a favor and Google zombie ants. It's Fuck cool. you, don't do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's... Yeah, not fun. Again, it's that, it's that specificity that kind of like... Like number one, I think this is cool. I think this is incredible. And, I love reading. It's about fascinating it. and awful. And and to control yeah. the ant, it obviously has to be in its nervous system. So uh, yeah, probably the biggest it, spot of that would be the ant's little little bitty brain. It's still mm-hmm. a fungus controlling a multicellular creature with a will of some form. Well, yeah, and there's there's also ones that uh, do the same thing to wasps. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, let's get into that a little bit. So this is not the only parasitic fungus species in the insect world either. Oh, yeah. Again, from that National Geographic article, quote, researchers in Thailand and the United States are studying different uh, orthophyocordyceps species that affect other species of ants to compare their control mechanisms. In all, researchers have identified over 200 species of ophiocordyceps that can infect hosts from 10 insect orders as well as spiders, though not all lead to behavioral manipulation. I think the spider ones, yeah, just eat them. They don't actually, like, make them do anything, but... It's funny that both the ant and the uh, the wasp one, ants and wasps are the same, you know, order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's Entomorph- uh, Entomorphthora muscae, which literally means insect destroyer of the fly in Greek. Ugh. It causes infected flies to climb a certain height, glue themselves at the mouth uh, at the mouth to a plant, and assume an abdomen up death pose that's optional or optimal for spore dispersal. 
There's also the Massaspora cicadina, which pumps its cicada, uh, cicada hosts full of hallucinogenic drugs and causes parts of their abdomens to fall off. Oh, I've yeah, seen, seen that, that shit. I've seen that before. God. Mm-hmm. The bare-bottomed cicada then wiggles its way towards death, again in the interest of spore dispersal. God, I want off this fucking planet now, guys. There's just more it's, it's, spores out there. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Burn me. Gee, when I die, burn me. <laughs> That's the only way to be sure. The only way um, to be sure, man. Nuke it from orbit. Now, now we've talked about these different ways that fungus can kill things, but we should probably also talk about, uh, about the amount of fungal microbes in our bodies. Can we not and say we did? Well, we're going to. Okay. So um, this mycobiome is comprised of some fungi that seem to be beneficial for, to humans. We don't entirely know. We, we as, we're assuming they are. We seem so, some evidence that some might be helping us, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. So we usually focus mostly on beneficial bacteria when we think about, like, you know, our, our gut bacteria and that sort of thing. Uh, especially when we consider the shit that's living inside us. But fungi are there, too. Look, I'm going to start charging some insanely high rent and be a myco, uh, was it, mycobiome slumlord. There you go. Sure. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so for sure we know fung or fungi or other ones in their uh, kingdom can because uh, auto brewery syndrome. Oh yeah, there have been okay, people that? That, that that's where uh, an individual can start having yeast live in their gut, and it, basically they're drunk all the time because yeah. the yeast is producing alcohol and, in your in your stomach. Yeah. Like like Bender and Futurama. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's a, <laughs> oh, it's, shit. it's a real happened. thing. There have been people that have gotten very very sick trying to get it to happen. So they're like, dude, this is badass. I'm gonna Jesus be drunk twenty four seven. I had never well, heard that before. Oh yeah, yeah, no, look it up. That is actually hilarious. Yeah. Because... Um. And so, well, people would say it's great, but uh, yeah. You know, you get used to it. So even though you're blowing, you know, high blood alcohol levels, you're not. <laughs> as drunk because i saw one of the uh, i think it was a lady that had this um got an exemption that you know a car that said you know i may blow you know whatever on the breathalyzer but i'm not drunk and in fact can safely drive yeah it's and then there's the whole fact that you kind of bloat yes uh, yeah i was gonna say you know if i drink water and it turns into wine in my belly i become the messiah so yeah this yeah um, yeah, I had not heard of that before. That's an interesting wrinkle to all of this. <laughs> so, yeah. um, not all like, of it's good, but some of it. Yeah. So it, it seems clear that fungus has a role to play in the human body, and we're still not entirely sure what it is, as some fungal triggers cause problems, while other fungi appear to provide possible benefits. Now... Yeah. Understanding the relationship between humans and fungi is important to understanding the idea of the species barrier and how essential it is to have protections in place for our bodies. So what do you guys know about the species barrier? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Trump wants to make the species pay for it. (laughs) Isn't that like, you know, where, you know, you have like the types of porn segregated? (laughs) <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! You see, when, when a man loves a horse very, very much, those are just called laws. Oh, sorry, my bad. So this the the species very barrier is very relevant to us, especially uh, 
past couple of years. So in some recent pandemics, such as swine flu, bird flu, and notably COVID, they're pretty much the result of pathogens crossing the species barrier. Right. Now, fungus are a species that carry their own viruses. Mm -hmm. And those viruses, like any virus, could jump that barrier in the right circumstances. Oh, joy. One such circumstance is climate change. <laughs> now, we'll get into that a little bit more, but um, one, we had mentioned The Last of Us earlier. The Last mm-hmm. of Us is probably one of the best examples out there of anxiety surrounding a relationship between fungi and humanity. It's also the most probable one I've seen for zombies because mm-hmm. of the ants. It's like mm-hmm. it, the minute I saw mushrooms growing out of people... Uh, in the material from that game, I was like, well, I could buy this. Yeah. So for those of you who have not played the game or watched the fantastic first season of that HBO series, uh, The Last of Us, a post-apocalyptic survival story that follows people in a world where fungus has infected a sizable pocket of humanity and turned them into fungal zombies. Nice. It's a lot of fun. It's done a lot to get people to think about fungus a lot more. Um, especially as we are seeing that climate change is causing some real havoc regarding deadly fungal growth in humans right fucking now. Oh, boy. So, from Nature.com, quote, Experts agree that fungal pathogens are a serious threat to human health, food biosecurity, and ecosystem resilience, yet lack of funding translates into inadequate surveillance systems to monitor fungal disease incidents and antifungal drug resistance. So there's a lot of talk right now about this, and there's been some stuff in the news lately, which is also one of the things that kind of threw a curveball at me, Mm -hmm. because, again, there's developing stories here. So it's more imperative than ever to think about these things. For example, here's an article published earlier this month titled Canada Iris Fungus Spreading in U.S. Hospitals, According to the CDC. Oh, God. Quote, Potentially deadly fungal infections with Canada, uh, I'm sorry, Candida auris are spreading rapidly in the U.S. healthcare facilities, which cases near with cases nearly doubling between 2020 and 2021. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said the number of cases rose by 44 percent to 476 in 2019, up from 330 in 2018 and subsequently 59% to 756 in 2020, and by an additional 95% to 1,471 in 2021. Uh, And this is what the agency's researchers reported on Monday in the Annals of Internal Medicine. So, also concerning was a tripling in 2021 of the number of cases that were resistant to Echinocandins, the class of drugs most often recommended for the treatment of the disease. Further, although it was initially limited primarily to New York City and Chicago metropolitan areas, Candida auris has now been detected in more than half of U.S. states, with recent cases mostly reflecting local transmission of the disease, according to the report. Well, I'm terrified now. I, I am now more terrified... Than I was before, and I'm not blaming the Fnords, but nonetheless, I am terrified. <laughs> um, Mike, so, real quick, yeah. you got any thoughts on this? Ah. <laughs> okay. Mike's just like, oh, we're fucked. Great. It's, 
again, like all of this is like really fucking freaky in a lot of ways. Yeah, I don't like this. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure I, I see Mike highlighting. So he's probably going to look up what the, the uh, this is a fatal uh, fungal yeah. infection from oh, what great. I've gathered. I don't hey, know all the details on it. But quick, quick um, question is, uh, is Legionnaire's disease fungal? I don't believe. I think that's bacterial. Okay, thank God. Okay, good old bacteria. All right. I think I think one of the documentaries, I think it was Fantastic Fungi, they actually talk about an early case of Candida auris in uh, Canada. Like, there was just a fungal oh bloom in Canada because of climate change, and it, like, fucked up the city. Christ. Yeah. Um, so, the spread of this fungus can be attributed to several factors, but likely climate change is a significant reason because... And I'm going to quote from an article titled On the Emergence of Candida Auris, Climate Change, Azoles, Swamps, and Birds. Uh, interesting mm. that birds are mentioned here. Yeah. Um, quote, the thermal restriction zone that protects mammals is the difference between their high basal temperatures and the environmental temperatures. Human-induced climate change is anticipated to warm the Earth by several degrees in the 21st century, which will reduce the magnitude of the gradient between the ambient temperatures and the mammalian basal temperatures. Consequently, there is concern that higher ambient temperatures will lead to the selection of fungal lineages to become more thermally tolerant, such that they can breach the mammalian thermal restriction zone. In this regard, experiments with an uh, entomopathogenic fungus have shown that these can be rapidly adapted to uh, grow to growth at higher temperatures by thermal selection, establishing a precedent for an animal pathogenic fungus adapting to mammalian basal temperatures. Uh, so, yeah, what, what, what do we think about this? Uh, what I think is maybe don't experiment to make super funguses. Well, you got to experiment to see if it's a problem. Sure, but I'm just, you know, it. my other thing is, so what they're saying is the closer ambient temperature gets to our internal temperature of, say, 98.7, the easier it will be for these things well, to jump inside us and well, yeah, do their because, shit. Because you think about it, it's, it's natural selection as the world heats up. The fungi Only that are able the, to yeah. adapt to it mm -hmm. are the ones that survive. No, exactly. And I'm the just, ones that are better able to survive at higher temperatures are better able to infect humans. Okay, so we're going to die from a pizza mm -hmm. topping. This is uh, good. And, and, and here's the thing. Uh, it may not be the fungus. Like, the fungus may, like, cause some fucked up shit, but what if it's a disease the fungus yeah, carries? It's a virus yeah, okay, the fair, carrying, yeah. fair. But still, we're going to die from a pizza topping. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a spicy meatball. Oh, um, God. So, so this leads us to the origins of cosmic death fungus as a concept, and to me, cosmic death fungus stands as the grand unification of bad, bad vibes theory. <laughs> okay. So, um, let's get to the crank shit. Yeah, let's, let's talk about this PDF you made me read the early version mm -hmm, of. Mm-hmm. So this guide to cosmic death fungus is crank shit. It's silly, probably a LARP. Mm -hmm. But there is an element to it that rings true that also makes it so interesting. And there's also a social component here that I kind of get to, but I can't go too far into it because there's still so much that I would have to look into. Right. And no, we're not talking about the fungi of Yugoth. Which are alien fungi lobsters. Mike, you're very familiar with these guys. Are those the glowy crawfish dudes? Yep. 
Yep. yep. Uh, that was one of the very first things uh, the guys met in my Call of Cthulhu game. And uh, they were like, what's it look like? I was like, well, it's like a crawfish with a glowy starfish head. And they're like, well, fuck that. Good thing they're <laughs> allergic to shotguns. <laughs> Lead poisoning. Yes. Um, so, so the earliest I could track down this cosmic death fungus idea was around 2021 or 2022. Okay. I recall seeing it around 2020. Again, this has been on my radar for a little bit. I had seen it in the background because I, I check X just about every day because I, you know, I like comedy. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's Dark fairly comedy. recent. I yes. could be wrong. I could be wrong here. It it feels recent. Yeah. Now, the place where I stumbled onto this was 4chan's mm-hmm. X board. Um, we were doing the segment on Week and Weird and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So... I should note that this document has since since I started writing the script um, has since been revised uh, to the current 2.02 CDF protocol uh, PDF provided in the threads. So there's we're, actually a group of people yeah. who are doing this and managing it and everything like that. Yeah, there's and, a subreddit now. And we are um, not linking to the document. Oh, OK. So you'll have to take that out of the script then. Um, oh, are you linking to the document? We can link yeah, to the document. It's yeah, fine. We, we I was can just link to like, the document. I'm, uh, there's specific things that they suggest okay. that I'm not going to... Yeah, yeah. Um, we're not talking about it on the air. Now, so. however, it should be noted that, like any insular 4chan community, <laughs> the uh, threads also show division within the ranks. Really? There's currently heavy debate about changes me- uh, made between the versions of the PDF and the current PDF is over 240-something pages. This reminds me of every time they come out with a new edition of D&D. <laughs> so um, the document proposes that a collection of different extraterrestrial fungus uh, or fungi has infected the human species since early in our development as a culture and has shaped our evolution. Further, okay. these fungi have also severely affected our health and are responsible for every health condition known to humankind. Right, right, right. I remember that and being like, go on, pull the other one. It's kept bells on. Mm-hmm. Quote, cosmic signifies that the fungi in question has a cosmic origin, otherwise known as panspermia theory. Death signifies the entropy that CDF causes by continual damage to our DNA. CDF, uh-huh. cosmic death fungus, can cause brain disorders, heart problems, tooth decay, cancer, diabetes, sclerosis, back and joint pain, anxiety, depression, and accelerated aging. <coughs> it, so, it is also responsible for multiple defects in our genome, which predispose us to serious diseases, which we then pass these defects on to our children. Um, yeah. So they're saying without this cosmic death fungus, we would have no disease and live forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not yep. how. Yep. That's not. Yep. That's, that's it exactly. That's, that's but they cite scientific papers in the document, Mike. Yeah, Mike. system works. Yeah, Mike. They, they, cite, get, their, they, they science. cite papers. They got oh. science papers that they, they cite. They From science men. Or they get those science papers. Science men. There, there are a lot the of more legitimate journals. The, we'll, we'll, we'll get into this. We'll get into that. The local no, uh, no. Walmart. No, no. They're real papers. Yeah, no. They are real papers. There's some validity to them. Again, I will talk a little bit more about this. I, I want to finish this quote, though, real quick. Okay. Quote, uh, continuing the quote. It doesn't stop at causing suffering and disease. It also influences our thoughts, behaviors, and eating habits. <laughs> 
It can prompt deviant or impulsive behavior, thrives on conflict and stress, and creates hormone imbalances for its own benefit. It wrecks havoc throughout the body and works intelligently to get what it wants. You are its food. You are not even fully human. In fact, you won't experience your true potential until you remove it from your body and heal the damage it has caused. This this is the ultimate pinnacle of it's not my fault that I'm a st- stupid sack of shit. <laughs> the fungus so, did it. Not only does it make not only does it make you sick, it makes you sad, it makes you die, and it makes you really want to double down. Man, I just want to double down now. God damn it, Mike! <laughs> it could be made of fungus, and I'd want to double down. Oh, you would not want a tofu double down. Now, there's a lot going on in that quote. That's and a we're hell gonna, of a we're, lot. Yeah, we're going to address all the kind of things they bring up here. Um, but you see what it's doing. It's yeah. it's positioning this fungus as something that has caused disease, that has... Um, and it's, it gives it's everything us wrong. It's also a mm-hmm. very sed- seductive uh, argument that... No, oh, yeah. You're, you're, not, you're not sick and stupid because, you know, because <laughs> of your own failings or... It, it's it's the fungus. It's not that mm-hmm. head injury. It, and not only that, but it also paints it as an anthrop- anthropomorphic thing. It's like it's like Satan. It, it's taking the trope that we've already established with all the wacky, weird shit yeah. attached to fungus, but it's dialing it up, and that's what that's why when of all it's, the things that we've talked about, this uh-huh. feels most plausible to me. Obviously there sure. are things that like, no, obviously that's bullshit, but like of all it's, the things that we've covered, the idea that there's some sort of fungus that has like radically altered us doesn't right. strike me as being out of the realm of possibility. It's, it's just close enough to the ants. But apparently also, if we can get rid of that fungus, we become the supermen. Yes, that's that's the other thing. That, that's yeah, which is another little red flag here. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. There's something I've, I, I want to bring up about that, but I'll, I'll wait. Okay. So, specifically, the three fungal bodies that the document suggests do this are Aspergillus, Cryptococcus, and Candida, which okay. is one of, the, which one of the genus of fungi that's in the news right now. Yeah, Candida, that's the one from... Uh, uh, that we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah. So the second section of the PDF is titled The Fall of Man. Oh, joy. And it provides evidence, and I'm going to put that in like huge air quotes there. Oh, yeah. Quote um, evidence. <laughs> of historical and archaeological records to support their idea. Specifically, the PDF looks at an archaeological site in Morocco that claims that it claims is the earliest example of tooth decay, uh, tooth decay in human populations, suggesting that the age of these remains places them about 10,000 years before a time when early humans supposedly domesticated certain starchy plants that would eventually kind of lead to tooth decay. So you're saying that you didn't just find sugar cane and eat the shit because it was sugar yeah. cane. It, just, this, just, this, it has to be the fungus. Yeah, there, there's some pretty weak arguments here, but, you know, okay. it's got a citation with a link to a paper on a database. So we obviously uh, have to take it as true. OK, um, now now the more reasonable of us assume that dating remains isn't an entirely exact science and plus or minus 20,000 years is actually pretty damn narrow window for this sort of thing. Sure. For, 
right you know you know what i mean it's like you know Mm -hmm. getting getting a couple thousand years in that area that's good carbon and other dating methods aren't going to get you the second tuesday of thirty thousand bce yeah yeah exactly it's going to get you a window which you know yeah like you said could be up to twenty thousand years yeah somewhere thousand is just half Mm -hmm. of that yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so obviously, it's not the starchy plants. It's not the sugar cane. No. No. The no. real source of this tooth decay comes from pigeons. If you didn't bring up the fucking birds, I was gonna do it because this is bad shit. I'm part. Sorry. Sorry. This is pigeon shit. <laughs> this is a pigeon so, shit doc. Mm-hmm. So. The CDF protocol document suggests that pigeons domesticated by these early humans found in Morocco may have passed on pathogenic fungi and kicked us. uh, They might have passed on to us and kicked off this ongoing battle with the cosmic death fungus. The supposed. Yeah. yeah, um, the, the, The idea is that like early humans were domesticating these pigeons and like the pigeon shit and then like a flood. And again, us. Yeah. 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 Or, you know, Joe Bob Caveman decided, wonder if this is good to eat. Oh, God, this is disgusting. Hey, why do I want a Big Mac now? So, um, the supposed history of this is also very, very long and complicated. Oh, yeah. I don't, I I don't want to bore us. Like, um, it's in the document if anyone has a couple hours to kill. Don't do it. I'm, I'm begging you, don't do it. Okay, like, I mean, there is a 40-page creation myth that links the cosmic death fungus to representations of the Egyptian gods and also the Anunnaki show up. Because the fungus was fucking too loud. <laughs> Callback. Yeah. Um, so it goes uh, It goes a lot, um, it goes really hard into trying to make this mythology, which is the, <sighs> the thing that yeah. throws me. If they hadn't thrown that shit in there. Yeah. If they had just focused on the idea, like, okay, here's a bunch of examples of how fung- fungus is fucking people. Here's how you can uh, treat it. Like, yeah. that would make it more plausible. But now that they're spinning this mythology that yeah. ties all world cultures mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. in this cosmic battle against yeast, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just... Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just... We have uh, begun to uh, feel that perhaps the gods set might represent fungus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a long document, and it sometimes veers into conspiratorial thinking. I mean, the, the first humans they talk about happen to be, like, technically, like, ethnically white. You know what I mean? Oh. And I downloaded it from 4chan. So, again. Bookstore racism, everybody. Yes, yes. White right. people in Morocco. Sure. Mm-hmm. White mm-hmm. people in Morocco. 30,000 B.C. Morocco. Uh-huh. That's, yeah. mm-hmm. But then again, if you think that human civilization and all illnesses are dictated by an alien fungus, you're probably more predisposed to conspiratorial thought. Of course. That's true. But I I think the biggest thing with all of this is that there's this idea of this grand unifier of diseases and illnesses to a ridiculous degree. It's not a myriad of factors that are affecting the human machine. It's all fungi. (laughs) Yes, the... the (laughs) Pigeon shit fungus from space. You know, obviously, just that simple. From space. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. I my, gotta my, keep throwing from space. My, right. my my car is, you know, leaking oil, and the starter's not working every time, and, you know, the heater doesn't work, but all that... Is because it needs a new paint job. Is, yeah, it's the root cause is, yeah, it's out of gas. Yes. 
you know, I, I just want one of these guys to become a doctor just for chaos reasons. And like, you know, gunshot victim comes in. It's like, how'd he die? Oh, the fungus. fungus. Shot him. Yep. The fungus got him. <laughs> he could have healed him. it. Yeah. yeah. The fungus was, uh, it pulled the bullet to him. Yes. So, um, so the biggest problem with this document, aside from it being kind of ridiculous, um, <laughs> is how, how the PDF couches its bullshit in academic sources in the way a bad student paper works. They provide selective citations and readings of legitimate data to suit their narrative. You might also have heard of this as alternative facts. Right. So the document is buried in links to papers from multiple databases. You know, this is very similar to when they're looking for a good quote for a shitty movie and they find a review that says this movie is amazingly terrible. And then on the DVD cover it, they cut it down to this movie is amazing. Dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we see this a lot. Um, and I, as someone who teaches, I see it a lot too, where it's like, they have this argument coming into their paper. Mm -hmm. They see something that throws it off. And it's like, well, if I just, I don't, don't use right. this very important paper in the study. Yeah, as long as I don't mention it, it doesn't exist. Just never mind that our instructor knows what he's talking yeah. about. Anyway, yeah. I'm not bitter. Not to uh, follow the sources yeah. and look into it. What, what was that you said, David? You're not bitter. Oh, yeah, I'm not bitter. I, oh. Yeah, I didn't think you were. So here, here's the thing: these papers that are being cited, they're not bad. Oh, yeah, they're peer-reviewed documents, and like obviously, there's things that slip through. Sure. But uh, but a lot of them are peer reviewed and credits to their respective fields. There's some good data there. Right. The problem right, right. is how the theory picks and chooses elements of larger studies to make its claims. And this is the thing to remember about that is this is how all conspiracies usually work. We have no high res pictures of the moon from the 60s because of a cover up. No, it's because cameras suck. You're leaving out very important information that cameras sucked. It's mm -hmm. that kind of thing. It's just it's something that we're dealing with very heavily right now. I also yeah. call this the yes, but. Okay. You know, because as a teacher, I see this in essays I read from students. There's a level of intellectual dishonesty in how these studies are used mm -hmm. to selectively paint a portrait of alien fungus that has controlled us for generations. Yes. Can fungus like control animals? Yes. 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 Can definitely. it control humans? No. No. But they see that organic, uh, they, they see that animals can be controlled and humans are animals. Therefore. Ergo. Yeah. Yeah. Ergot. Ergot. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah. We're, we're nailing it, man. I love it. Oh yeah. That's, a, that's actually a good one, Mike. I'm giving you yeah, credit that, that for was, that one. I, I think you got the best one of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was unexpected and it was a good callback. Yep. So, so let's talk about the cleanse here. Now, let's talk is, about this, the cleanse. is this like the final solution? Uh, in the sense that they're going to wipe out this fungus? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're going to round up the mushrooms into camps, but we'll see yeah, what happens. Have little, I'm not going to go there. Never mind. Let's move on. Right. So the NAC protocol is the method by which you can reduce the fungal infection within the body but tellingly can never quite be rid of it, utilizing a maintenance treatment. Oh, boy. So the extended metaphor in all of this is that you're trying to detoxify your body of the fungal systems that cause you illness. Okay. 
Now, the wild part is there are people who seem to be doing this and finding themselves sick, figuring out that it is working. Now, it, I know it specifically mentions that the cure for the fungus causes like shitting everything inside you out and mm-hmm. feeling awful. So that seems legit. I mean, that's what happens, yeah. right? If you go to the subreddit, you'll see a lot of memes where it's like people are like, oh, I'm absolutely fucking dying. And then it like they reach enlightenment. (laughs) That's literally how all the memes are going. That's Um, that's there's something Zen about that, but it's stupid. Look, I've 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 had like really bad diarrhea before. And (laughs) thank you you for sharing. you're, You're on the toilet and like wishing it would just end. And you're like. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> you just wanted, just wanted, wanted to know really you had diarrhea. diarrhea once. You're wishing it would end, and you would do anything to end it, including right. convincing yourself you're clean. Well, okay. and, and there's or, a very yeah. there's a very psychological component to that as well, because people love to suffer if they feel like they're getting something yeah, from and it. They wouldn't want to if they're suffering that much. Obviously, it must be worth it. Oh yeah. Therefore, I mean, they they can't. You know. And there's also the well. I've come this far. I can't give mm-hmm. up now. Right, I can't I'm, say I'm already it, in. I can't say it didn't work because in for know, a penny, in for a pound. Sunk cost it, fallacy. Yeah, but it's also kind of. It seems like it's engineered to make people feel terrible and then good for a little bit and then terrible well, again. Yeah, you, so it's a perpetual. Yeah. You, stop, you stop shitting your guts out it's, for a couple of days. So of course, you feel better. Guys, guys, guys! It's chemical Scientology. Mm. I, honestly, keep, that feels pretty accurate. Yeah, what I'm seeing here. Keep uh, having to fucking go through the auditing process with uh, chemicals. Uh, uh, it seems worse than chemical castration. Yeah. There, there is this psychological cult-like element to this. Yeah. That, like, we're going to get into just a little bit. I'm not going to dwell on it too much. Get, I, I yeah. feel like we'll have to revisit this. I, but, um, there's a lot of that we're getting to these days. But yes, but, we will come back. Yeah. But that idea of the cleanse, this is where I think the best evidence of when this concept of cosmic death fungus began. Because the document mentions the NAC protocol being released in December of 2021, which seems about right in the potential timeline. Again, I'm dealing yeah. with 4chan threads. They only archive so much. Because who, so, who wants to keep it? I, and oh, Okay, we'll, we'll get into that another time. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, the so, protocol itself is composed of ingesting three elements. Okay. Oregano oil, black seed oil... And I'm going to butcher this. This is N-acetylacidostine. That okay. looks about uh, right. Very good. And uh, it kind of feels like this might all be a plot by a uh, big grocery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to, the the name that I read, and I'm not going to be able to read again, uh, we're just going to call it NAC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that's why it's called the NAC protocol. Yes. Um, so this uh, NAC is usually used in the treatment of acetaminophen poisoning. So Which like if you take too much Tylenol. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, Cause it, it can fuck with your liver and that sort yeah. of thing. Oh yeah. 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 Totally. Now here's what I'm going to do that separates me from Joe Rogan. Yes. I'm going to admit that I am a little out of my depth here as I am not <laughs> a doctor. With that said, the protocol listed in the PDF suggests taking a third more NAC daily than advised on a website like WebMD as prescribed by doctors. Oh, no. Further, this is a daily thing for two months in the initial phase of this treatment. Oh, God. Also, that's just a lot of oil, too. Yeah. 
You're shitting whale oil, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to give exact numbers here, but like it's a third more than like the daily recommended dosage of NAC. The healthy amount. And considering it is used to repair a liver that has been damaged by Tylenol, taking too much Tylenol, that just doesn't seem no. good. No, 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 it doesn't. It's terrible. So following this, the document suggests counting out three weeks with no, quote, die-off symptoms, end quote, before the next phase. Now, these die-off symptoms include tiredness, exhaustion, muscle soreness, increased chest or nasal discharge, cold or flu-like symptoms, cold sores, headaches, rash, acne, irritability, change in stool frequency, volume or color, increased urination, bloated stomach, cramps or increased gas i have one note in the dock for that which is just jesus fucking christ now does anything of this on this list that i just mentioned seem off anything seem off to you guys yeah all of it i mean like it's fucking you're killing yourself with essential oils (laughs) now i admit i'm not a paragon of health okay But these symptoms seem to be very unrelated to a large degree and influenced by any number of factors. It just feels very arbitrary. It sounds like you're ingesting a bunch of fucking oil and shit. Well, right, but also, like, again, like, if you feel bad at all during the three weeks, what are you going to have to do? You're going to have to go back to pumping yourselves daily with a third beyond the recommended dosage of NAC. So if you can go three weeks without these symptoms, these die-off symptoms, then the protocol advises entering a maintenance protocol of three weeks of supplements with a week off. Which seems very specifically engineered. Yeah, to get you to feel okay for a little bit, then go back on it. Mm -hmm. Now, I haven't mentioned any numbers here, as I feel like it would be incredibly irresponsible for me to do on a fucking podcast. I'm not Joe Rogan. Good man. So, yeah, no no hard numbers here. If you're curious, read it in the doc. But again, um, you seem to be pumping yourself full of shit that, you know, is going to make you shit like a goose. You so, know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So this this is a lot of, you know, a very specific regimen. I'm wondering how they came up with this. Was there yeah. like, like scientific, you know, study and thought and, you know trials now they keep mentioning white papers and i have not seen those white papers i will say that the shitting yes you could probably shit the fungus out but you're gonna shit everything else out too Mm-hmm. so like they, they, there is a little bit of lore to this and there's some personalities um we'll, we'll get into that a little bit here at the end um okay. but again i i haven't seen the white papers on this um i don't think so, you're gonna so so COVID is older than this stuff. Yeah. This, uh, mm-hmm. thought. And we still don't have all the answers for that. And they claim to have all the yep. answers for this cosmic death fungus. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And, well, it's and been the around way longer. They're delivering, well, the no, way but, they're delivering these ideas is also one of no, the no, things Mike, that it's, worries it's, me. But they haven't been studying, studying it but for two years, quote unquote, studying. I, uh, I can't even pretend to act like I, I, I believe this shit. I'm sorry. So, the the protocol documents suggest that the following tips can undo years of genetic damage and give us back, quote, our innate abilities as humans, a properly working mind, body, and spirit, end quote. Uh, Okay. 
it gets better. Now, quote, with everything working as intended, you can now call yourself fully human. You are no longer a distorted genetic mess under constant attack. You now hold the keys to unlocking your true potential, the ability to put thought into action in new ways, and increase perception, awareness, and spiritual connection that is unhindered by invasion. This sounds like it's going to wake up your pine. They're trying to say it's going to wake up your pineal gland. And it's going to turn you into a fucking Lemurian. And I don't want that because I don't want a mullet. Also <laughs> sounds shockingly close to what Scientology promises. Doesn't it? Again, a lot of culty vibes in a yeah. lot of this. Yeah, seriously. I, I, Okay, here's here's the thing. I will believe it when they have an example of someone that's like this. Oh, yeah. I want to see somebody that's quote-unquote clear like in Scientology. But well, and this. you can always follow the subreddit to see people I, on their journey. I'll I'm, I'll check it and, out, but I'm not joining. Here's the thing. How do they know? How do they know this is what will get you? Like, even if they were 100% right in that there were a fungus, fungi. Do they have someone? I would think yeah. that by now we would be so dependent on the fungi that getting we rid die. of them, we would just die. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, it's it's what's preventing us from being the X-Men. Okay. Uh, that's all it is. Oh. Yeah. Is it? You, you, you get your superpowers, maybe that's what the X-Gene is. You're able to fight off the fungus. Oh, okay. So you have to develop a healing factor, and then you so, get so, rid of the yeah. fungus, and then you get laser, you shoot punches out of your eyes. Yeah, yeah. So your 13-year-old Cyclops, you know, he wakes up one morning, like shits out his entire body, and then he's like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm a mutant now. <laughs> Why do I have these fists shooting out of my eyes? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Now, I kind of am seeing a direction where this document is headed. So, speaking on invasions, however, the document also has a section that connects this fungi to ultra-terrestrials and larger concepts of panspermia. Okay, back the fuck up. Do what? Ultra-terrestrials are in this, too? Yes. Okay. So, um, what do we know about panspermia? Well, that's... Mike, you go ahead. Uh... that that's not what uh, is in my waste basket in my room, is it? Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> you motherfucker! No, it's. I'm gonna throw a bar stool at you. It's the uh, it's the theory that life originated and was transferred from uh, somewhere else to, to Earth. To Earth, right? Mm-hmm. Like the yeah, something. We're not even to Earth, but you know that yeah. life can originate on one celestial body. And through any number of means, be transferred to another. Which, Basically, kind of like you know how you know islands uh, species can right. hop, but yeah. you know usually through thoughts of like you know, and usually the thought is like it's you know microorganisms right. and they're clinging to right. you know and this is why asteroids or maybe chunks of ice that are thrown off of a body. Right, which and, is I was gonna say it's very similar to like that's why the the Martian uh, meteor that they found in South in uh, at the South Pole was such a big deal because they thought they found uh, proof of uh, panspermia on it. You know, mm-hmm. they thought they found like microbes that were had been alive. So obviously, like it's plausible. I think yeah. we and all three of us would say that like panspermia it's plausible. is plausible. Yeah. So is it panspermia uh, or transpermia? Pan. 
what's, pan, what's pan. trans transpermian? That is when it changes gender. No, no. Uh, I thought no. I thought I heard trans too, but maybe I was just. Wrong. I don't know. It could be another version of that word. I've heard panspermia yeah. many yeah, times. Yeah, as I, as far as I know, it's panspermia. Okay, um, like like a pan pizza. Yeah. Yes. Or pan American. There you go. So, um. Just going to quote here. We're actually getting to the end of the episode here. Um, quote, first and foremost, we need to set the correct understanding of this arm of the fungal kingdom. The classification of fungi is debatable, and one could argue that they're closer to micron scale insects than fungi. Uh, is it? And this is from the bat shit document, is it? Yes. The yes. pigeon shit document. Sorry. Yeah, um, it, it's giving it a certain level of intelligence, and it's like, oh, it's not really fungus. It's more it's, of like a well, insects mm-hmm. aren't very intelligent either. Yeah, they're just they're just walking nerve bundles, right? So you know, we could probably go further in on this topic, and I'm sure I could talk more about them, the deceptive and culty usage of information packaged within the PDF. Um, I, I'm just taught- a glance. At, oh, yeah. I'm going to call it now. They're going to start, you know, calling for uh, donations, preferably in crypto. Oh, that'll be great. The other thing is, I think that they're probably going to be developing that storyline about the panspermia and ultraterrestrials. I think that because it's a very small portion of the dock comparatively, but it's going to get bigger. But yeah, they did. They did just add this like huge fucking section on. Um, like history and all these different cultures and like the war against fungus recorded in our history. This is like the Archons. It reminds me of World War Z. It reminds me of the Archons and them being, uh, you know, alien invaders that that take control of us. Mm-hmm. This is just a we still, need to talk about the Archons. This is in still an episode. just just fungus thetans. Yes, right. fungal thetans, thetans. So, so, so just a glance at the official subreddit put together by the what I'm assuming are the originators because they link the subreddit within the document. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the originators of the PDF show a lot of really suspect things, like such as people making themselves sick and devoting themselves slavishly to spreading the message of cosmic death fungus. It is to such a degree that these PDF updates are treated with the same relevance of QAnon drops. Oh, no. God, instead of audits, they just shit themselves. Right. (laughs) And we're talking about code names such as K, R, Persibin, and Space Cowboy showing up in these discussions as well. Oh, Christ. What's the letter after Q? R. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also fuck. it's also getting messier now because I'm seeing a secondary movement within these threads referring to the parasite pill, which I don't have time to get into yet. I don't even want to know right now. So I, I think Alex reading Jones. a comp. Mm-hmm, yeah, like there again, like, and I think this quote is going to say a lot here. Okay. So I've I've got this comment on a subreddit. I'm not going to name who it is. And I've also like taken out the reference to a certain person. It's Joe um, Rogan. To Joe I, Rogan. <laughs> no, not Joe. Um, I think it's a good indicator of the more problematic vibes of all of this. And I feel like this thing's only going to get bigger. Okay. Yeah. Quote. There is a profound path being laid out. It takes a deeper understanding of biology and chemistry than I currently have to fully comprehend it. 
I am on the same page with the protocol results from my own experience. I agree that this is the most powerful information I have ever encountered. It answers all the questions and provides a clear path to change your life. I have shared it with many, and a few have started the protocol now also. To have someone you know giving you the same descriptions of experiences you yourself have had is better proof to me than any peer-reviewed paper. Please continue uh, the work in sharing the information. It will change the world as we know it. End quote. This is the same weird-ass health shit that gets people taking colloidal silver and ODing on multivitamins, and it's foolish, and it's damaging, and it's dangerous. I feel like it's our duty to say that you need to be extremely careful of believing any of the shit like this you read online, and also anyone claiming they have answers in general. So be careful. Yeah, like, no one has all the answers to everything no, everywhere. No, Especially, and it's it's definitely not an answer if it, it involves ultra-terrestrials and, influencing a fungus. And just death-shitting yourself. Yes. I mean, come on. And, I mean, like, mm-hmm. wasn't, wasn't diarrhea classically mm-hmm. a fatal Oh, like, yeah, no, it's thing. only in recent years you can get it, and it's embarrassing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, now like, it's funny. Then before, it was like... My husband has diarrhea. I'm sorry. When's the funeral? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I, I it's mean, also the tone of that message that. Oh, yeah. this yeah, no, this dude is a believer. Like, like, like I'm seeing all of these red fucking flags waving in the wind about how this is going to be a thing that we're going to be hearing about in the next couple of years that people are going to be taking very, very seriously. I know, and it terrifies me. There's a thing. Fungus is like a thing you can see, like with a microscope. Mm-hmm. You, you would we'd be finding it everywhere, like in every bit of cells. But the, you know, we would have found it by now if there was such a thing. Yeah, unless and, the and, fungus and, and doesn't me, want you to know. The fungus you know, and, like creates a blind spot to the fungus. It's like a fenord, but different. No, what it is is the fungus. It, no, you know what? Fuck it. I, I'm not supporting these people with jokes, even. You know, and, and here's the thing. We, we essentially had two halves here. We have one half that's like the reality of fungus, and then we have this like LARP that's going on. Right. Could be a potentially a scam. I would not be surprised to find out that there's someone making money on this. Yeah, definitely. But the it's stuff in the first seems- half, to me, is, is scary. Like, it, yeah. it feels it's more legit, real. scary it, stuff, yeah. There's a legit threat there. And I feel I feel like things like this are an issue because it's kind of distracting from the real threat of fungus, and that not in the sense that like the the, the fungus is threatening us at all. Right. It's just no, the but threat like of the, the, the yeah the possibility of the fungus, uh, the diseases of the fungus making the jump. Right. Yeah. The or the mm-hmm. uh, yeah the med- the uh, medicine resistant fungus. Right. Which, um, yeah, it's it's I, now here's the thing I've been reading a lot of Robert Anton Wilson, mm-hmm. and it's got a lot to do with conspiracies. And I'm immediately sitting here going, Well, maybe this whole cosmic death fungus thing is a front to discredit people worried about uh climate change and funguses. Mm-hmm. And, and then the other thing is, like, when I'm reading the doc, um, when they talk about, like, the cleanse and everything like that, they're very mm-hmm. specific about, like, certain brands of oils. Oh, God. oh yeah. And the fact that it's called oh. the cleanse, it, it sounds marketable. 
Right. It's, so yeah. I, I, I feel like we're at the very early stages of the next big like the minute this pops on to Alex Jones, that's when oh, it's gonna be Yeah, no, you're you're gonna be able to get your, gonna your be, cleanse kit and your baker mm-hmm. buckets. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm definitely there's definitely gonna be some some pseudo close to shite. Uh-huh. I mean Alex Jones is past his time, but someone else will yeah. come Jim Baker, and, that kind of thing. And have, you know, their thing. Here's Morgan. I don't know who it'll be. I or, or Jordan Peterson. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh God, Jordan Peterson. Oh, there you go. And what the and he'll be selling a Home Depot a Home Depot bucket full of oils. <laughs> that and you drink uh, the, from the bucket and then shit into the bucket. Right. And the well, NAC. Well, what, you, what, you, what you have to know about because he talks like Kermit the Frog. What you have to know about the cosmic death fungus is it is part of the trope that leads to the dis, uh, man no longer being masculine. And that's what's leading oh God, to the problems with society. That, that's the next thing they're gonna. Oh know, yeah, link it, it to, makes your nuts shrink. Link it to like you know they mm-hmm. they do they do kind of hint at that in there. It, it turns you into a soy boy. Well, you know, it did talk about deviancy, and I'm sitting uh-huh. here. So, uh-huh. if you like, uh, have if you're a man and you like something up your butt, you, the fungus has got you. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what it is, everybody. No, no, I'm gonna need you to go to YouTube, and uh, you're gonna have to search <laughs> up. Uh, Butt fungus obsession. No, 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 Al, no, Alex. You need to. You need to be aware that like anal stimulation is a thing that is. Don't you tell me what to do, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I woke up with a hangover this morning. <laughs> I've been drinking whiskey for nineteen hours. My wife. Jesus Christ. Sorry, sorry. I got on a thing there. Well, you know what I like about this topic is it's scary for a couple reasons. Obviously, like the real reality. The real of fungus, fear. But, but then and the culty the, thing that's <clears throat> developing here. Oh yeah, like, I mean, like I, I'm seeing it develop here. There's it's scary. The true medical fear, and then the the fear of what this conspiracy is going to do socially. It it could be the next QAnon. Yeah, yeah, with mm-hmm. K and R. It sounds like, like the fucking Men in Black. Like QAnon, like how uh, Flat Earth jumped to QAnon. QAnon yeah. could jump to this because oh, they do yeah. need a new lightning rod. They really do because I and, mean, and the fact that people were more willing to believe in a cosmic death fungus than COVID. Yes, oh, that's that's what kills me because in the thread I keep seeing like you know COVID not real, COVID not real. Of course. Oh my god. Yeah. This hurts my brain, guys. I, I just don't understand that that need for people to believe in the most outrageous thing and not the, the scientifically Some, proving, provable somehow, thing. Somehow, I, and I think maybe it's the fact that it's not, I don't, I don't know. There's this, well, it's, I know it's a distrust in distrust media. of science. Well, it's, in, I think it's mostly media. And right. Media is that the too. mouthpiece of science. Well, again, I've been reading Robert Anton Wilson and there's a lot of, uh, like if you read the Illuminatus trilogy, uh, it's almost like an instruction manual on how to do one of these conspiracies. Right, right. And and what what is it they call Operation? It was Operation, Operation Mindfuck. Mindfuck right? Is this is culture feels, jamming? Yes, this is. This feels like Operation Mindfuck. It really does. It, and it would not surprise me to find a very harmful group of Discordians at the at the center of this, or at least someone that's read the, uh, the Illuminatus. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, no, because it's like it and. Uh, God damn it. God damn those sarcasm wizards. I swear to God. Uh, so that being said, 
David, thank you for this episode. We're going to come back to this in the future as it develops because, oh, is it going to develop? Like a bad Polaroid. Like a fungus like a, on your feet. Like, like a Polaroid you took while drunk and your, your friend was like, I don't know, filleting a horse statue. And there was a puck watching you in the shut, background. Okay, Mike, you shut the fuck up right hey, now. Hey, no one would have known if you hadn't said anything. <laughs> Look, there was a photo and Cassidy was showing people, all right? Yeah, but you, the listeners wouldn't have known that if you hadn't said anything. You yeah, but it's funny. It. Because I was attempting to fillet a horse statue. It's a bit. There was a lot, and I mean a lot of whiskey involved. Yeah, a lot, like, you know, two ounces maybe mike i've been drinking all <laughs> I day i was just i've nice. never two been ounces of whiskey and gallons of horse cum yeah <laughs> yes. what it was a statue sir <laughs> horse <laughs> statues it was one don't of those come. luges you know those ice luges where you know you oh, pour god. the alcohol in? <laughs> oh god i wish that w- no no i don't wish shut up Kev. you stop talking so what's with all this kalua <laughs> yes oh god that's not kalua Oh God! So this has been fun. Um, has it? No, no. That was sarcasm once again. Sarcasm, wizards, everybody. Uh, this was horrifying. It was horrifying. Disturbing. Just remember, everybody, don't trust people on the internet. I mean, technically, don't even trust us, but we do have your best interest at heart on stuff like this. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Because, like, you know. Aliens. Do your own research. Don't don't don't, dude. And and by research, I don't mean that's what Q says. Well, no, they their their idea of doing your own research is watching another YouTube video. Or or no, in this document, they they do research by getting actual studies and manipulating the. That's that's not research. No, okay, okay, okay. Okay, shit yourself and see if you feel better. (laughs) What? Well, you know, do your own research. Take this shit. See if you feel better. No, I'm kidding. Don't. Talk, do that. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna destroy a mushroom pizza this weekend. That's talk what to I'm your doctor do. about this. See if uh, shitting Ask yourself your doc- is right for you. Ask your doctor about cosmic death fungus. <laughs> is is the ultimate colon blow cleanse right oh for my you? God. God, dude, it sounds like such a good name for a mushroom bar at a dispensary. What colon blow? No, no, no. Uh, well, that cosmic too, but no, death cosmic fungus. death fungus. Oh, that'd be a great you know, pizza place. Fuck yeah, no, go to the head shop and be like, yeah, can I get a cosmic death fungus? What the fuck <laughs> is I, that? I'm going I'm to be watching Avatar this weekend. Oh, no. <laughs> you, no, it's, 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 uh, it's the shrooms you take and you have an ego death. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not excited about that at all. <laughs> you know, I'm going to say it here. I never did that psilocybin. Yeah. I was talking I'm about, not going to incriminate myself. I'm just saying I was talking about trying a microdose to see if it helped with my depression, and I never did. Well, you never got it. So. I didn't, but that's because the person I was talking to about it, I immediately got ill and went in the hospital. Yeah. So I'm going to shut up, and this might get cut. Speaking of cosmic <laughs> death fungus. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, David, thank you for a fascinating episode that has now made us all horrified and worried. Mm-hmm. So next week we'll be Horror back with fascination. Horonation. That sounds <laughs> kind of dirty. Fascinorer? Fasso-horny? No. No, God, no, no. <laughs> Horror-horny. Wait, no, that's when you... No, never mind. 
All right, so we'll be back next week with another Weekend Weird, and after that, we'll be coming back, I believe, with an episode about Discordianism. Speaking of. Yes, and we'll be doing a second episode about Discordianism as well. David, I'm going to let you do some research, and we can talk about uh, its two creators, uh, Robert Thornley Mm -hmm. and uh, Greg Hill. Now, now I want to talk about how this thing has, like, consumed your life. Yes. Because we now have a dedicated Discordianism section on the Discord. I put that in there so I would stop shitting up the rest of it. (laughs) You are self-quarantining because you realize this is a problem. Yes. Becoming a zealot. Well, sort of, in the sense that, uh, you know, I'm taking this this fake religion very not seriously (laughs) serious. Uh, It's going to be fun. And then I promise that I'm going to do a ghost episode at some yes, point. Yes. That's my next to, one. Oh, we need awesome. more fucking ghosts. We do. That's what we need. I was talking so, to Clark today about ghosts and it was uh, actually kind of fun because uh, I, I have another ghost story I can tell uh, about me and a friend. Uh, uh, the guy I based Monkey on, actually. Mm, so we okay. could talk about that in another episode. Yeah. Awesome. We should talk about, we should do one about shadow people. Weren't we closing the episode? Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> this is after the recording talk. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, thank you to our patrons for your continued donations. You help keep us going. And, um, yeah, you can find all the information about the show on supernatpod.rocks. Again, join us on our actually active Discord for fun discussion and crazy crap. And, uh, yeah, you can find us, like I said, supernatpod.rocks. David, uh, what have you got to plug this week? Um, yeah, let's go ahead and plug, uh, I- I've been doing pretty well with the Cosmic Dash update, so just head to cosmicdash.com. I'll have a page for you to, to read. So Again, that's Cosmic Dash, not Cosmic Dash Fungus. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Because every time you said Cosmic Death, I was like, no, it's Dash. Right, it's, cosmic, right. it's called Cosmic Dash. It's a good comic. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so CosmicDash.com. Uh, if you'd like to hit us up on the socials, we're on Mastodon. It is at SuperNetPod, at HorrorHub.club. I am on at KotaOtan, K-O-T-A-O-T-A-N, at Retro.Pizza. Uh, David is, what is it, at HP Comic, mm-hmm. at, at HorrorHub.Club, Club. and Mike, you're on there, right? Um, sort of. I yeah. Mean, I have a thing, but I don't check it very much. If you if you check the bio for the Supernat Pod account, it's got a link to all of our uh, Mastodons. Yeah. So, hey. there you go. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next week for a lot of fun weekend weird stuff. So until then, stay safe and stay frosty. Goodbye. You never asked me if I had anything to plug. I'm sorry, do you have anything to plug? Um, I mean, I just like being asked. Okay, I'm sorry. You know what? I, that That's my fault. I'm scatterbrained tonight, Mike. Do you, do you want to plug me? No. Wait. God. <laughs> Never. More like plugging this face with a mushroom pizza. Oh, Mike had cake today. That was, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, well, it's still better than no cake at all. The, the donuts were better. 
the donuts work.